Good morning, my friends. Uh, it is so good to be with you again. Um, want to say a massive welcome to everyone on Facebook, a massive welcome as always to all of us on Zoom. And if this is your first time around us, my name is Adrian. And I'm basically just going to share some things from my home, which I hope and pray are going to bring some encouragement to you in yours. Um, I don't know how you've done this last week. It's been another roller coaster, hasn't it? Um, you find yourself in these roller coasters of a week of lockdown, which just seems to me kind of feel like it's like three weeks in one, uh, where you find yourself just in a whole mixed bag of emotions. And I know talking to different friends and connections of finding these different emotions of kind of disappointment or confusion or concern or frustration or even moments of peace or joy. And within all of that, there's this kind of thing, well, how do we make sense of how we're to live? And through this week, I've been particularly reminded of a quote that I shared at the very beginning of this year that I believe was to characterize us as a family, as a church oasis, uh, as we kind of go through this uh, year. And I believe it's still the case, even in this moment, as we live with uncertainty. It's this quote that's come on your screens, hopefully now, by John Ortberg. He says this, there is an old tradition on large Australian ranches located on often dry land that there are two ways of keeping cattle on the ranch. One is to build a fence, the other is to dig a well. What a gift it might be to a world that has become increasingly polarized and politicized if the church would keep utterly committed to Jesus as our center. No fences to keep others out, just the life-giving water of Jesus drawing people ever closer to his presence. See, I believe that this quote still is to define us even as we live through this moment of uncertainty, is we need to be those who continuously live drinking deep of the well of Jesus, of the life that he provides us, but also seeking and showing and knowing that this moment, where we've literally been taken from the physical walls of uh, the building we gather in, in South Street, actually is a moment where literally the walls are gone, the fences are gone, and we find ourselves in a moment where actually we can begin to draw others into the world that is Jesus. Draw others into the world that is Jesus as we gather like this online, but also within each of our homes and the different situations that we find ourselves in, that we realize that we're to take the well to wherever anyone is in order to be able to taste and see that he is good. And it's that that I wanna pick up on really today as we look, continue our series, Living with Uncertainty. As Jesus promises us within uncertainty to give us a life, a life that is characterized by so many good attributes that we've been looking at over the last eight weeks. And today I want to look at the attribute of purpose. As Jesus comes within our uncertainty, within the highs and the lows, and still speaks and says, you have purpose. I have purpose. I don't want to zoom in on that purpose in probably my favorite verses that reveal the wonder of who Jesus has made you and I to be as his followers in this world. And that's found in Matthew chapter five. And I want to look at it in the message paraphrase, which is my favorite way of revealing the wonder and beauty of Jesus' words. So those that come up now and in it, Peterson kind of paraphrases what Jesus says like this. He says, let me tell you why you are here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. 
Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. You see, God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives by opening up to others. You'll prompt people to open up with God. This generous Father in heaven. You see, Jesus wants us to understand, particularly in these moments of uncertainty, that there is clarity. A clarity in uncertainty. A clarity that comes within the questions we're left with of like, when's lockdown going to end? How's it going to end? What is it all going to look like? What will life look like when we finally get to see one another in person? And yet within all of those questions, Jesus brings us clarity, a clarity of purpose. A purpose that isn't defined by the uncertainty we're living with, but rather defined by who he says we are. Because Jesus says, even in this moment, as followers of him, we're to be those that seek to reveal the colors and flavors of who God is. This God of unfailing love and goodness. We get to be those that reveal that. But but what does that look like? What does it look like to reveal the colors and flavors? It sounds good, doesn't it? But, But what does that really look like? Well, I'd say it looks like everything we've been looking at over the last eight weeks. You see, the colors and flavors of who God is are revealed through this wonder of who Jesus is and the life that he offers us. You see, when we look at who Jesus is and the life that he offers us, we realize that it is rich in color and flavor of peace, of comfort, of joy, of love, of life eternal, of hope, of restoration, of kindness, of rest. We've been looking at these, feasting on them, tasting and seeing afresh of how good this is, how satisfying it is. In order that we can keep understanding, it's this that we get to display in the world around. In order that we can cause others to taste and see how good God is. But you see, there's a danger here because you could suddenly think, well, is Adrian just going to push me then? You've got to understand, Adrian. I, I'm like, I'm just about hanging in there. And now you're saying like, like, go out, go and cause others to taste and see this goodness. Like, you don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't want to put pressure on you. You see, the danger is that we think, all right, oh, yeah, I must go and do this. Now, this isn't about a should. It isn't also about a could. It's about just understanding who we are. And it's understanding that before we cause others to taste and see, we need to continuously be those who are tasting and seeing. We need to be those who are continuously daily coming and feasting on the color and flavor of who this wonderful God is revealed in Jesus and the life that he offers us. You see, I don't know if you've ever been given a box of chocolates. I don't know, like this. Now, I reverse on the screen, but these are celebrations. And they're some of my favorite box of chocolates. And often you can think, well, okay, it's open. Let's share them. And that's good. And we should. But I wonder whether the first point that Jesus wants us to understand is, first of all, take 
and receive yourself. Because you need to understand what you're about to share afresh of how good it tastes and looks. And you see, we need to be those who understand that Jesus has enough to go around. It isn't that there, if we kind of don't give out, there's not going to be enough. No, he's got abundantly more than we could ever imagine. There's so much of his life to go around to everyone. And therefore, we need to be those who are continuously coming daily and pausing. Pausing on the wonder of who Jesus is in the life that he offers us. Centering in and saying, Jesus, I come again afresh and look at the wonder of the peace and hope and comfort and rest and love and joy that you offer me. And I receive it afresh today. And I've been centered and received the wonder of this life that Jesus offers us as we receive him. We then get to continue. Because it's at that point, as we come and taste the sea afresh, then we get this invitation to adventure. And adventure I want to look at in a moment, but before we get that, I just want to say for some of you, you just need to spend some time taking hold of the box of chocolates, the, the, the flavors and colors of the richness of Jesus' life that he has for you, and just receiving it afresh eating and drinking deeply of him as he wants to truly satisfy you where you're at. But as we receive it, then causes us to think, man, I got more than I could ever need. I, I get surely the joy of then calling others to come and share in the wonder of what this is. You see, I'm in a room with others and so I can just literally pass it and it vanishes because I get to share it with the rest of my family and that's the adventure. That we get this adventure of inviting others in to taste and see how good Jesus is and the life that he has to offer. You see, let me just read this for a moment. You see, often I don't kind of quote myself. I'm going to quote this. And see, in this confusion and the overwhelming moments that we're living with of loss, of isolation, of furlough, of homeschooling, of wondering when it will end we get to know Jesus more deeply. And also the wonder that these things don't define us, the loss, the isolation, the furlough, the homeschooling, the wondering when it will end, but rather he does. And he meets us with this profound privilege that we get to cause others to taste and see who he is. And we get to do that through just simply the way we live. Simply the way you and I are journeying this moment of uncertainty, clinging on to who Jesus is, allowing him to be the one that satisfies us, reveals to others something they can see and taste of the wonder of who God is in his unfailing goodness and love. See, I can tell you about... Um, just recently, someone saying, like, they're hearing all of the things that are going on in my life and saying, like, how are you coping? I'm saying, well, to be honest, it's just day by day. And I, I feel rattled. And the thing that gets me through is my relationship with Jesus. And I don't know what you think about that, but he's the one who comes and brings me comfort and peace. Just simply just by the way we live. But it's also in the way we act that we get to be those that through our actions, cause others through what we say and what we do to taste and see how good Jesus is. 
the fullness of the, the wonder of his color and flavor just filling the earth through what we do and say. And that's just through loads of different ways. I, like one of the most profound ways it's looked like for me is just simply saying hello. Like when I take my dog for a walk early in the morning sometimes, like there's a lady I meet who lives down my road who's having to shield herself because of her age. Therefore, she can't be around anyone. She lives by herself. And I happened to see her from a distance and called out hello. And in that moment, she said, you don't understand what joy that has brought me today because you're the only person I will see today. Man, all I did was say hello. But in that moment, it brought comfort, it brought hope, it brought joy, it brought peace, it brought the colors and flavors of who Jesus is invading this world. But my guess is you can think of many, many other things to do, and I wanna encourage you, like, what is it you can do? What is it I can do to reveal more of the wonder of these colors and flavors? Like, there's stuff that we can do that won't cost anything, but sometimes there's stuff that we can do and we think, man, that's going to cost. Well, we don't want it to ever be a problem that you can't afford to do something that adds God's flavor and color. Therefore, from today, we're starting what we're calling the Mustard Seed Fund, where anyone, you and I, can apply for up to 50 pounds to do something that will do good, reveal love to those around you. And so to simply do that, like click online, you'll find a link uh, in the next couple of days uh, that will show you the form you can download. And then literally, you just have to say, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. It's a gift. We'll send the money to you and trust that you're then going to go and do good. And so we want to do that because we don't want money to be an object. Now, for some of us, you think, well, I don't need that. I can go and do it. Great, go and do it. But for others of us, I don't want it to prevent us from adding the color and flavor of the wonder of who Jesus is in this moment. And why is it called the mustard seed? Well, because Jesus said, when we take actions like this, it always starts small. Be a small act, and yet it will grow exponentially to provide fruit within someone's life. Therefore, as we live with uncertainty, Jesus meets you and me in the reality of our uncertainty, of the highs and the lows, and offers us a life of purpose. A purpose to know individually, to daily come and taste and see how good he is. A purpose to share with one another, to encourage one another that this isn't a moment of treading water. This isn't a moment of just simple despair. No, this is a moment where we get to shine, however dark it gets. And a moment that we get to shine have purpose to display, that you and I are here for purpose, to reveal the color and flavor of who Jesus is into this world around. Therefore, I pray, I pray for you and I pray for me. I pray we'd be those that see and taste deeply of the wonder of who Jesus is and the life he offers us. And I pray we'd be those that then go off and share it broadly with many around.